shall we? It's not like we have anything else to do. <laughs> Welcome to Prop Wash. No. no. Welcome to... No. Welcome to Show, Show Center. Start it again. Just start it again before we auger in for the fourth time. Oh, listen, we're we're going with this one. This is... You know, yeah, pull, pull up. up. <laughs> Welcome to Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm Matt Jolly, an out-of-work air show announcer, joined by my fellow out-of-work air show announcers, Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. Sink rate. Sink rate. Uh, <laughs> another one bites the dust. Huh? You were just telling me that. This seems yeah. to be a tradition with you every time we do this show this year. <laughs> Well, it won't be. It, I'm, it won't be made official until Friday, so I can't give the name of the uh, of the venue that uh, has pulled the plug. But we'll know by Friday. And and I have been asked by the organizer to do a video to announce to the world that it's being canceled. I, great, thank you, sir. Right. I I had a similar thing uh, where they asked if I could help, maybe with a little video production as well. Uh, but then uh, the politician got ambushed in a question uh, from a coy reporter uh, here in Ontario who asked the Premier to react to the fact that the Canadian National Exhibition would not be going forward this year. And instead, the Premier of saying, I haven't heard that yet, oh, great. He, he went into this great diatribe about how how he's how as a kid he used to love going to the CNE and it just it went downhill from there to where everybody was scrambling going we we got to announce this now that (laughs) it's done so in not a lot of grace and and ceremony as it deserved Canada's longest running air show uh the uh the Toronto air show the Canadian International Air Show in Toronto which was uh, always run as sort of a part of the Canadian National Exhibition uh, will cancel this year. Seventy years. They've oh my gosh! Only That's... other time that the CNE has ever been canceled was for the Second World War. So uh, this is a pretty big deal here, and uh, and sadly, I mean, the right things being done for all the, the reasons, and and we know how hard these decisions are, and how many people are involved in them, and how many parts there are to have to come together to be able to do an event of this magnitude and planning. And uh, they are going to regroup. They will be back next year, but that's how that kind of tumbled out yesterday. So, uh, and that was another one of my shows, and another one of Dan McLaren's. And McLaren, after that one, I don't know if you saw Mach One Productions' new ad, but apparently he is open for backyard barbecues now in September. <laughs> so, was that a Facebook post? I think I may have seen that. That was his reaction. He's, he's, not, he's not a happy camper. We're all hurting pretty bad in this. So, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So today we're talking to uh, we're talking to our friend Toro, uh, who's been flying the F-16. This is going to be a big show because they rolled out the new paint scheme on the Viper. He's going to join us here in just a few minutes with uh, with some news about what they're doing while this really cool new paint scheme is parked. During the during the air show season, I mean, you know, my friend rented a party donkey the other day for his daughter's birthday party, which was which was really clever. I mean, it was a little miniature donkey, and everybody drove by and honked. And I think every time someone honked, the donkey got even more angry. But uh, you know, there's started there's making oppor- a mess in the yard. I yeah, assume. exactly. I mean, maybe there's maybe there's an opportunity for Toro and the guys just to take the F-16 out on a trailer. 
and like park it in a shopping center and let folks look at it. It really is cool. And I, I hope that there's a way that people can see it. But, you know, we've been talking a lot about creative solutions right now yeah. for getting folks to work. Have you seen anything, though, since we last spoke a week ago? Well, there's more traction on the uh, and we haven't had anybody step up to say we're doing it and we're going to be the first to do it. The drive in air show idea. Um, I actually watched the webinar that the International Council of Air Shows did late last week. And, you know, I, I'm I'm not totally on board with this idea, but I'm much more so. I got both both feet on the platform now and I'm not ready for them to yell giddy up yet, <laughs> but I'm on the wagon. And I, 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 this this may be, in the short term, uh, a way to go, but I also see um, a divide coming up in the way things are being administered uh, from the powers that be between Canada and the U.S. And it seems you guys are getting back to work uh, a little bit faster than we are here. Uh, there's a little more trepidation going on up here that July may be a little soon, and we're seeing cancellations as we just did with Toronto all the way into September now. Um, and that leaves only one, I think, yeah, only one Canadian show now left on the calendar, and that's London, Ontario. So, so sorry. That's the whole country. Yep. We, we had uh, a local thing here in Loveland, Ohio, where over the weekend there was, uh, they opened up some stuff so people could come into town, and people got a little too close one, to one another, and now the mayor has decided, no, now there are no, there are, you got to maintain the social distancing, and you can't have all these people downtown anymore, and I don't know, I uh, did, someone, so did someone get sick? Was there a, an increase? No, nobody's oh. got. You, you, we won't I mean, how go would for you know? Weeks, right? Yeah, you wouldn't know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, but but again, the the two week uh, uh, incubation period of the COVID virus that we were told about at the beginning has now extended to what uh, three months. So uh, it's I, I'm I'm so eager to get out and back to work. Um, we uh, uh, we had our bicycles uh, serviced and and uh, got them pumped up and and uh, so we're we're going to start riding bikes here. In, I think now would be a great time maybe to go back to school and become divorce lawyers because it it seems like it seems like they're the only ones making any money right now and having any business. That's I mean everybody is is cooped up right now and is uh, just you know. It's yeah. mad well, at the world. So maybe, maybe that's what ultimate, people should do. <laughs> maybe divorce is the back. ultimate social distancing, well, though, right, isn't it? Right. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not advocating for it, but but maybe if you're if you're an out of work air show announcer and you're looking no, for McLaren, something to go do, McLaren maybe maybe going into that. I don't know. He's, he would be a great <laughs> marriage counselor, would he not? I mean, couldn't you right. see Dan McLaren have a beer? Yeah. It'll be right, you're wrong. Uh, you split it in half, get out of my room. That's right. Yeah, that's the old that's right. Solomon trick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it, as Box would say. Prop wash. There's uh, not a lot of news out there, but uh, Rick, let's dive into this. Uh, let's dive into this air show business just a little bit more and talk about why you're sort of a late adopter. You were a late adopter to FM radio, CDs and whatnot, but the drive-in air show, let's... Get on Dan's couch just a bit, and you go ahead and recline back and talk about this, Rick. Well, I I see uh, I see this as a, a really good idea for a small to mid-size air show that um, 
that can pull it off and they'll get all sorts of media attention out of that. And then I see three shows into this uh, as a sort of a local thing. It won't get the kind of buzz. It's not going to deliver everything you want it to deliver, but it could be a boost for morale and people getting out and doing it. And uh, so, like I say, I'm on the wagon. I get it. It's desperate times, but um, it ain't the real deal. And part of me is a little worried that you don't want to waste valuable dollars right now promoting something that's not going to do all that well because the costs are going to be very real. In fact, insurance costs may, in fact, be something more for this. We don't know yet. We've got people looking into all that stuff. So uh, I hate to I'm, – I'm always – an early adapter. I like to um, I like to look at uh, at these ideas as uh, as progressive, I guess. But I'm uh, I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sold on this yet. But I'll, I'll back anybody that's going to try it just to break down some of the barriers here and see where the uh, where the walls might be, because it would be nice to see some people enjoying flight again. You yeah. both got quiet. It's yeah, like, yeah, we're. It's we're like, we're it's just like I was letting you wade off into the water oh, here, Ricky P. <laughs> but 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 I think what what you said alluded to earlier, Rick, about the lawyers and and Matt, those guys are the ones that'll make the money and try to pin uh, somebody picking up the virus on the venue when there's no way in blue blazes you can tell that. Yeah, it's like going into a restaurant once they open, even if it's social distancing. Somebody comes in there, gets the bug, and they blame it on the restaurant when it could have been the 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 something outside they touched her on the way over there's no way to tell yeah, and yet the they're too busy will though you, they're too busy doing divorces right now they're not going to mess with it yeah. trust, me. <laughs> trust me we covered this i could see a, a guy with, <laughs> I with, don't think... with a real estate law experience going into divorce stuff that'll be that's interesting right. that's right they've already they're not going to have any time trust me all the right local, the health boards aren't going to allow too much of this kind of stuff anyway at this point but just see we're a little too early on it i guess is there anything else going on that we need to cover in prop wash or is it just is it just a dead segment at this point <laughs> because there well, isn't I, I anything to, going on right now i would love to be able to talk about um the flyovers because they have been so successful i mean we have seen some websites and social media right. report sites go from uh, from average 300 to maybe 800,000 views on certain videos that are now topping 2.8 million views and things like that. So there's obviously people are stirred up by it. Um, you know, the fact that it's dedicated to the frontline workers, there's emotion in that and there's pride in that and that's lovely. And I think there's a great deal of this that is also uh, the people want to see the airplanes and they're inspired by it and they love it when they fly over. And, uh, and we've seen that in Canada now with the snowbirds as they are now past the midway point, I think, in Canada, making their way west. And we've got the Thunderbirds on the west coast in the U.S., the Midwest, the Blue Angels have finished up there. And then Ben Kennedy uh, with his uh, big KC-135 and the Green Mountain Boys. He's in Niagara right. Falls. Green Mountain Boys came up with their F-35s to fly formations over Buffalo and, uh, and uh, Rochester and places like that along Lake Ontario. And, and that went over really well. And so hats off to them. And I, can't, I just can't mention them all. You know, even the Geneseo folks at the National Warplane Museum got involved with their whiskey seven and and we don't want to leave anybody out which is why i should i, I should not have even mentioned the few that i have because you've gone down the road last week you're doing it again rick 
Here you yeah, go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one, though, for Ohio because the 180th Fighter Wing of the Toledo Air National Guard has been going down into the southern, uh, south-central part of Ohio to, to the Buckeye Mole where they do their, their uh, air combat maneuvering training. And then on the way back to Toledo, they are taking detours. And they've done Dayton. They've done Columbus. They came through Cincinnati last week and got a lot of buzz on the television stations. Two F-16s came through and did their route over the hospitals and, and uh it was uh, the, the uh, people who were interviewed on the television just said how inspiring it was. Uh, and so hats off to those guys as well. Let's go to uh, let's go to Garrett, who's standing by now on the phone with us. Uh, he is the Viper demo team pilot. I was going to say. Team and that's captain, no that's bull. Not, that's no bull. Right. But let's talk to Toro here uh, about the new paint scheme on the F-16. Welcome to yeah, the show. Yeah, what's going on? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So hey, you buddy. Got, you got this cool new jet uh, that's uh, ready to go, and you can't go anywhere with it. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a tease to have this brand new jet painted up and uh, no one to go show it off to. But well, thanks for coming on. Good. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you. <laughs> talk to and you next we'll time. See you yeah. <laughs> no, so it's been great. Yeah. What What's the plan right now? I mean, uh, give us give us the lowdown. Well, uh, in terms of the jet we're going to fly it tomorrow for the first time so you should be seeing some pictures and videos coming out of it uh starting tomorrow and then from there i mean we've got even though air shows right now are canceled we still have events so we have coca-cola 600 flyby we're doing in about a week and a half uh, so there's things and places we can take the jet to show it off and uh yeah hopefully we can get it out there over the next couple months to a couple different shows hopefully you guys get to see it I want to congratulate you on the brilliance of this because. I'm yeah, gonna, let me get you guys' thoughts on the design. Well, it, I, yes, I do. And I have some thoughts <laughs> on how this all came about. And the guys are cringing already because I never hold back on this stuff, Toro. But <laughs> you have, uh, I'm going to put this in gentle terms. You, we have the F-22 and the, and the F-35 now finally on the circuit <laughs> to do, doing aerobatics and a full demo. And the F-16 has kind of fallen it's not new. It's it's it's. I, I love the jet. I've always loved the lines of it. But it's kind of, it's the third choice when all of the people start putting their air shows together, and uh, and some. I hate to say this. This is this is where you and I will have issues. But I have I owe something to the A10 guys that I might even put them as the third choice. And you may have sli slipped a fourth. But that's all. It that's history now because with this paint, you may have actually moved yourself up to number one. This. This may now, because it's so good, it's so sexy, it's got such a story behind it, and you finally jumped into the waters of painting up a jet uh, that uh, I, I dare say this might be something that people want more than even the other ones. What do you think? <laughs> I think, <laughs> All right, I think yeah. Rick just hey. put a lot of lipstick on a pig is what I think. I, or, but, I mean, I've got some know. thoughts on that. <laughs> let's okay. let's well, hear him. Hey, be, but before you do, Bull, you, the fact of the matter is you can win on this like the F-35 and F-22 can't because they can't be putting paint on those jets because it'll screw up, screw up the radar cross-section. That'll really mess yeah, up true. that stuff. What shows are you doing, Rick? I'll make sure we don't bring our Viper to that show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, we'd like to come, but <laughs> you're going to have to. I, I was hoping. Oh, I was hoping oh you hired to... Rick? Okay, yeah, we're not going. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are RFPs, and then, then there are RPs. That's right. That's right. But I, I think the brilliance in this, I really do, Tor. I think this has really bumped the, uh, the Viper 
up on the list, if I can dare say that. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll say this, that I, I don't think of it that way as like a, a one, two, three, and four. Uh-huh. Like each jet, each performance brings its own, own variables to the equation to his show. Like it's understandable that people want to see the F-35 and F-22 because they're the, the newest, shiniest thing. But uh, I, I don't know if I've ever really thought about it as a one, two, three, four type thing. And that definitely wasn't the intent with what we were doing. We were just trying to change it up, uh, have a cool paint job. Everyone loves cool paint jobs. And it's an air show. We want to be loud. We want to be fast. We want to look cool. And we just want to put on a good show for the people. So this is the best way that we could do it uh, with the F-16. And luckily, our leadership was uh, on board they're actually the ones that approached me and said like you have carte blanche like go as wild as you want to go so it, it could have been really extreme but we wanted to i know we wanted to keep it looking cool and like pretty mean so we went with the subdued paint scheme uh, so if you look in detail on it you can see like the top is darker than the bottom kind of how it an actual snake is so uh the scales are fairly uh I say true to form to how a snake actually looks. So uh, we put a decent amount of thought into into this paint job. Just hopefully uh, people enjoy it. We've got pretty good feedback so far. Oh no, kidding! I mean, even even Vader, um, you know, in Belgium, and they've painted that jet for a while. Uh, loved yeah. it and made comments about it. And Jim Bellavo, Jim Bellavo is the creative artist who did uh, pretty much all until the most recent uh, CF 18s up here in Canada. And he was raving about it. And I see more brilliance in the way you've done this, because I'm looking at it from a marketing point of view again, is that uh, Venom, the character, uh, I think it's a Marvel comic book character too, is a good yep. pick too. And how, how much of that was involved in the thinking? Because that goes after the right demographic, doesn't it? It does. I'll tell you, sorry, I'm changing spots here. I'll, I'll give you a little insider view on it. Uh, we didn't, we didn't necessarily pick the name Venom up until about an hour before we launched it. So uh, we were we were mulling over names. Uh, we were considering leaving it open to the public, asking them for their input. But like once we once we came up with Venom and kind of settled on Venom and talked to a couple people, uh, like we hadn't considered the comic book aspect of it a whole lot. But the more we looked it up, the more we looked at the character of Venom. Even like the more it fit. So yeah, it's. I think it's going to open up a a little wider range of uh, uh, demographic that we can reach. I mean, it's, it's venom. It has a snake aspect. It has a V in it where the Viper, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of things you can do with it. So it's and the name kind of just fit when, when you find a name that fits, uh, some things are uh, supposed to be named certain uh, names. And I think we found the right name for venom. Well, hooray from us. We, we're yeah. thrilled about it. And, and, and it is so amazing that, as Rick, you noted, you, you have noted that the uh, the F sixteen um, in Belgium has been painted. The CF eighteens have been painted for years, and I've always looked at them and said, "What a joyous thing to be able to see something special." And our jets have always been gray. So, congratulations to uh, all you guys down at uh, at the uh, at Shaw for for doing that. It's really cool. I, I think really, it's, cool. I think it's great. Toro, let's launch into something else right now because I want to talk to you about how you got into all of this because we have a lot of folks that listen to this show who are indeed, uh, you know, air show fanatics. They're, they're promoters, they're organizers, they're performers. But we have a few younger folks that actually listen to this that, that you know, there's that, there's that huge divide between one side of the fence and the other. Oh, yeah. Give them, give them the, the path. 
real quick for you? Yeah, so, well, I'll start with what kind of motivated me to join, and it was actually the Viper demo team. So I grew up in a really small town in Utah. There's no military presence. Uh, no one in my family is military. But we somehow got a show in the early 90s, and the Viper demo team, we somehow got the Viper demo team. It was the Viper West then. So I remember seeing one of their performances, and uh, one of the maneuvers we do is the max performance climb where we point straight vertical and just spiral until you can't see us anymore. And I remember seeing that and thinking, oh, man, that's what I want to do. So that, that kind of set my sights for the rest of my life on wanting to be a fighter pilot. Fast forward to what I needed to do in high school, joined uh, ROTC in college, and then got my pilot slot from there. And then uh, kind of somehow ended up on the Viper demo team. Definitely wasn't my intent starting out in the Air Force to fly air shows, but kind of loved it ever since. There you are. Well, that's a good story. Yeah. And and by the way, you're still gainfully employed during all this. I am, yeah. Yeah. So, kids. You got any extra cash for us? Yeah, take notes. Oh <laughs> take notes, kids. <laughs> so, so, you'll want to join the air show, but, uh, yeah, this is, the way to, this is the way to do it, I, I got to say. Well, it's cool stuff. What do you, what do you, want, uh, what do you want folks to know right now? Uh, what's, what's on your mind that you want to get out there? Stay positive. Look forward to the next couple months. Uh, hopefully, second half of the year, we're looking forward to getting back out on the road. Um, and we hope to see all you guys out there. Uh, come support your shows once they open back up because I know the industry right now is hurting. A lot of industries around the country are hurting. So um, when you can and when it's safe, let's come back out and let's support these shows and let's keep this air show industry going. I think that's I think that's great great line. Uh, before you go now, what show are you glad is canceled? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whichever one's Rick we're going yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There you go. I'm Great job. Deep. Hey, listen, I'm not going to offend you, Toro, so just keep me on your plus side of your list, okay, dude? <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I, Rick moved down on my list, and you guys have just now moved up. That's so. awesome. I see. Now, you, you two could fight out over who's number one or two. I'm definitely number three, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Garrett Schmitz, everybody, uh, the, yeah, the F-16 you, demo team pilot. Thank you so much, Garrett. See you, great buddy. To, great yeah. to hear your voice. Well, way to go, Rick. Way to get us banned from uh, ever having the F-16 back on. <laughs> My goodness. You got any other pearls of wisdom there you want to pull out, Ricky? P? <laughs> absolutely right. They're not, they're not ranked. Uh, I'm ranking them. I'm wearing that. I'm <laughs> I still think it's brilliant because they've created more buzz oh, yeah. on that airplane now than, uh, and that airplane's been around 40 years now. Right. I can remember my first air show that I worked at as a as a as an announcer in Saint Hubert, Quebec, and uh, and there was an F-16 demo flying that I can't remember the pilot's name now, but the F-16 was demonstrated all these years. And how do you make it new again? There you have it, and I'm so happy to hear that the uh, the idea came from above too, and everybody pulled together. The team, uh, the whole Viper team, are so uh, excited about it. I just wish we had shows <laughs> to show it off. But it's a three-year deal too, right? It started in December before any of this happened, and uh, it's going to be on the jet for I think uh, Toro's post and the uh, the team's post said three years. So. This is excellent news. And I like I it. I think it. I think it brings a whole, you know, a different perspective to the show, 
And it's something that we that we have not been doing here, as you pointed out. I just think it's great. I, I really do. And quite frankly, I, I to me, whenever I see the F-16 demo, it's so new and they keep adding stuff to it that it that it stays fresh. It stays exciting. I, I, I still like it. I really now, do. We're- going the other way up here because we have painted so many jets over the years and we have so few and fewer still as we keep delaying our decision to replace the uh, the uh, legacy hornets that we have mm-hmm. in Canada that we're only painting the tails on the new jet the jet that was to fly this year was only going to have tail commemorations and uh, probably again next year as well because uh, it's going to come to a point where when we show up to some of the uh, red flag type things uh, it's all colored jets sitting there. There's a red one, a yellow one, a blue one. <laughs> There's nothing camouflaged. So, uh, so they've had to sort of stop that for a little bit. And, uh, and then once a replacement is made, I don't know, as Rob pointed out, I don't think we're ever going to see a painted F-35, if it's the F-35 or the Saab or what. I have to be fair now. They haven't made the decision yet, but whatever jet it's going to be. All right. Well, it was interesting to go back nine years to the centennial of naval aviation when they painted up a bunch of current jets to, with with the paint schemes from World War II. And that was cool, but that's about the only painting that we've had other than the Blues and the Thunderbirds uh, in, in, in any years that I can remember being in the business. Yeah, you might be right on that. I was going to say, Rick, there, there's so few jets up there. I think what Canada ought to do is get on board uh, with a new with a new thing. I think what they ought to do is have civilians sponsor aircraft. So you're, you could just sponsor the F-18. Maybe you could fly it like one weekend a year or two, and, uh, and the military could have it the rest of the time. You know, just sort of, a, sort of a share program, if you will. You know, why not, right? I mean, they wind up selling them to people anyway, so why not just... Have a civilian sponsorship program. I mean, I think uh, it could be a big deal. I think if we continue to fly ours much longer, you're not even going to be able to sell them to anybody because they're just, they're just going to one day, well, damn, the wing fell off. I guess it's time <laughs> to that one. Well, I don't know when we're going to get back to work. Nobody does, but we're going to be here uh, doing and, this and Dan McClant. We didn't do Jerry. No. No friendly no, I, Jerry? I have to talk to you about Did that. He? I, did he? Oh, did he pull his advertising I, too, or did I have you hear to talk from the to you lawyer? Well, we'll we'll talk we'll talk offline. Just oh, go to friendly, go to friendly Jerry's. Times are tough. Times are yeah. tough. Go to friendly Jerry's. Get so the now McLaren's rate. McLaren's backyard barbecue sound system is going to be our sponsor. Is that? Yeah, it? that's right. It might be. <laughs> All right, you too hey, can I, hire Dan. I, you know, if I may tease next next podcast, uh, I have gotten an okay for. Uh, Jason Markson, Thunderbird number eight, the voice of the Thunderbirds. And uh, if if it works out, I think he's going to have a fun announcement to make. Uh, oh, maybe he'll break on our podcast, the not the prop wash, but the show center air show podcast. Uh, that'd yes. be cool. That'd be cool. Are they going to do will, backyard barbecues as well? Promise not to rank him. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Go like our page if you can, if you can find it. Uh, Rick will make it accessible. And then uh, then we would love to hear from you. If you have some ideas for the show, if you want to share your favorite COVID recipes, if you want to share pictures of what you're doing, we'll take it because we're pretty much down to the bottom of the barrel. I wonder if there's going to be a baby boom after this is over. No, it's divorce lawyers. We've already <laughs> covered here. this. All right. <laughs> Talk later, everybody. <laughs> so long for now. 
<laughs> a baby boom? <laughs> it's a family show. Um, <laughs> Right. I can't even say <laughs> I can't even say what I want to say because the music's still going and you haven't yeah, said we're done that's right. yet. <laughs> All right, it say it. Say it. Just say it. COVID copulation. No. <laughs> I will. I will get it. That's he's been, he's been holding on to that. I can't believe we made it for that. Oh. I will just like, pencil's not going to do it. I need a ball peen hammer. I'm going to, I am right there at the temple, the left temple, dude. Oh. Bye, everybody. Oh.